future is ours. Wow. Just starting right off tonight, folks. Daily Caller tweet, President Biden. This is the allegedly the leader of the free world, the most powerful man in the world, cannot get the words ATF correctly. President Biden repeatedly calls out the ATF as the AFT. It's alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Remember, this is a man who is a senator for 40 years, 40-plus 40 years, and he's been, he's been in public office since 1977, and he doesn't know the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Play it for me. Today, I'm proud to nominate David Chipman to serve as the director of the AFT. David knows the AFT well. He served there for 25 years. And Vice President Harris and I believe he's the right person at this moment for this important agency. And I've said before, my job, the job of... Uh, yes, the AFT, alcohol, firearms. Uh, <laughs> that's Biden for you. Daily Caller tweet again, Biden. Now, here's the, bring it back to me real quick, Aaron. Let me just set these up a little bit. So, as we know, Biden is putting out a whole bunch of executive orders to take your guns away. That's a fact. They can say whatever they want. They use their, their two words, common sense, right? That's what they always say, common sense gun reform. This is all about gun grabbing. If you give them an inch, all the COVID-caving Christians— should have learned this by now. Sadly, most have not, judging by the Easter service advertisements that I saw with your mass services and your social distancing and all the other garbage or just flat out not having Easter services. But you give any of these government people an inch, they will take not just a mile, they will press you up against the wall. You do not give them an inch at all, ever. Otherwise, you give an inch on COVID, the next day they're going to be talking to you about COVID passports. Oh, that couldn't happen. Yeah, that's what everybody was telling me back in March of 2020. 30 to 40% of my own church left. Of course, now we've tripled in size because God is God. But 40% of my church left. And all the other people who didn't leave their churches who allegedly stayed at their churches and are now watching their churches on Zoom or watch their churches on Zoom for nine, 10 months. Most of those churches aren't half of what they were. Even a lot of them are a quarter of what they were. But that's all because of Christian capitulation, Christian cooperation, Christian collaboration with things like Biden is trying to pull right now, which is simply another Democratic Party gun grab. That's, don't, don't fall for anything else. Don't, don't fall for it's going to be left up to the state. It's, it's going to be that. No, no, no. They're just going to look to see who will cooperate with them, just like they did with COVID. COVID has got nothing to do with the Wuhan virus. It has to do with who can we control. And every day people show them. So don't give in. This is simply another gun grab. You can put that tweet up. There you go. Biden, you, you go to a gun show. You can buy whatever you want. No background check. Now, back to me for just a second. That is an absolute lie. Every licensed dealer, 99% of the people at gun shows, of which Joe Biden's never been to a gun show. Kamala Harris has never been to a gun show. Jen Psaki's never been to a gun show. John Kerry's never been to a gun show. He, I mean, this guy doesn't even know alcohol, tobaccos, and firearms. The, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, he doesn't even know. 
So this guy has absolutely no idea what he's talking talking about. He's a zombie walking around, reading his teleprompter and notes that his own staff has put up because he has he's clueless. He doesn't even know he's president. So he's out there talking now about you can go to a gun show and buy whatever you want. Has he ever been to one and attempted to buy a gun without a background check? You can't. There's private. Yes, there are private. You can go private on private. But a licensed dealer, which is 99% of the people at gun shows, you cannot just go in there and buy a gun. So this is an absolute lie. Just like all of it, you know, all of his lies about the Georgia voting laws, all lies there. You can't, you know, you can't bring water out to people who are waiting in line. First of all, if you're an adult, bring your own daggum water. You know, it's, a, it's to limit the black vote, Matt, me, Jim Crow 2.0. All, it's all lies, just like this. Play it for me. Most people don't Look know. When you walk into a store and you buy a gun, you have a background check. But you go to a gun show, you can buy whatever you want and no background check. Second thing is... It's an absolute... You can bring it to me. That's the end of it. That's an absolute bull-faced lie. Washington Examiner tweet. Joe Biden urges states to adopt red flag laws which allow courts to remove firearms from people deemed to be a danger to themselves or others. Play it for me. Fourthly, during my campaign for president, I wanted to make it easier for states to adopt extreme risk protection order laws. They're also called red flag laws, which everybody in this lawn knows, but many people listening do not know. These laws allow a police or family member to petition a court in their jurisdiction and say, I want you to temporarily remove from the following people any firearm they may possess because they're a danger and a crisis. They're presenting a danger to themselves and to others. And the court makes a ruling. To put this in perspective, more than half of all suicides, for example, involve the use of a firearm. But when a gun's not available, an attempt at suicide, the death rate drops precipitously. States that have red flag back to me. That's good enough. Don't need to listen to that diatribe too long. Just so everybody knows, too, when he talks about suicide deaths, deaths via guns, whenever you see deaths via guns for the United States FBR UCR statistics, make sure that you go down and you actually read what kind of deaths they were because of the quote-unquote gun homicides per year in the United States, 60 6% are suicides, not murders. 66% of gun deaths per year via FBI UCR statistics, that's Uniform Crime Report statistics, 66% of gun deaths per year are suicides. What he's talking about here is red flag laws. So your ex-wife can call up and say, hey, he's a lunatic, grab his guns. I, as a law enforcement officer, had to deal with that myself. So that's red flag laws. The only thing that you should think about with red flag laws is it, laws is the red flag, red flag laws. Absolutely not, because it's just another person being able to go in and have the government violate your se- Second Amendment rights. If someone's an absolute community nut job, everybody already knows that, you can do that via injunction through the court system anyway. You do not want to be able to have your ex-wife, your mad wife, your you know somebody who thinks now that you're a uh, raving, non-mask-wearing, non-vaxxer, and now they call you, call up and say, that person's crazy. He needs to have his guns taken away too. So I'm just trying to show you all the stuff coming out. What Biden's trying to do is executive order his way around the Second Amendment. It's not going to work. We will win this battle. 
but you need to know what they're up to. Washington Examiner tweet again, Joe Biden introduces his gun plan. No amendment to the Constitution is absolute, he says. Play it for me. Dr. Jill Biden, who cares about this issue as well. And I look out there and I see so many members of Congress who've led in this fight. So many of you who've never given up. So many of you are in, can, absolutely determined, as Murphy and others are, to get this done. We've got a long way to go. It seems like we always have a long way to go. But also, uh, today, we're taking steps to confront not just the gun crisis, but what is actually a public health crisis. Here, nothing, pause it and then back it up. Nothing I'm seconds. about to recommend, not just the gun crisis. Yeah, pause it. There you go. Bring it to me real quick. Now, you notice what he's doing here. And I've warned all of you COVID cavers for forever. All the people out there that are voluntarily wearing masks, even if you're mandated to wear a mask and you're, and you're stupid enough to out there all by yourself walking down the street wearing a mask, I've warned you. Now, what is he saying about gun laws now? He's saying that gun law, law, guns are a public health crisis. Back in the day, over a year ago, when I did a video in defense of Pastor Rodney Howard Brown after he got arrested, I said, there, I said it then, it wasn't prophetic, but it just was in my, on my mind. I said, you guys will surrender, speaking of Christians that are caving to COVID, that are self, self-isolating and quarantining and Romans 13 and all that garbage, closing their churches. I said, you will give up your guns before anybody else. You will lead the way. Just like Christians are leading the way now, they led the way, closing their churches like every other business. Now, here it is. Of course, it comes to fruition because all these people are about is grabbing power. It's not about your health. It's never been about your health, whether it's COVID, whether it's racism, whether it's global warming, whether it's any disease you could name. It's never about health. It's about them grabbing personal power and wealth. That's all that it's about. So now... He's calling guns a public health crisis. So COVID-caving Christians and COVID-caving conservatives and COVID-caving conservatives, I mean this too, those of you who are actually afraid to talk about the real issues like the false death count of 550,000 dead, absolutely incorrect. It's impossible if you have the same amount of deaths in 2020 as you had in 19. But for those who are caving and gave the COVID, now they know you've marked yourself. You walk around with the stupid mark on your face saying, I'll give up my guns. Oh, we'll draw the line there. Remember all the COVID caving pastors. This is not our fight. This is not our fight right now. This is about public health. Oh, really? Well, here's, the, here's your pipe piper. Here's your leader. And all the pastors that talk like that, please resign being pastors. Close your churches and go join the Democratic Party. Now, today, do it. So here we are. Now they're calling your ability to own a firearm a public health crisis. These are the people that are absolutely fine with butchering the unborn to the numbers of 60 million per year. This per year worldwide, one to two million per year in the United States alone. And they want to call guns a public health crisis? Play it for me. Well, today we're taking steps to confront not just the gun crisis, but what is actually a public health crisis. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. There are phony arguments suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. But no amendment, no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. 
All right, back to me. Did you hear what he just said? No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Then what is absolute? If no amendment to the Constitution is absolute, then the first, the fourth, the 14th, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, that must not be absolute. Well, that's definitely how we've been living. You know, COVID worked out absolutely perfect. They masked all the criminals. They they don't allow, they outlaw your ability to even protest what they're doing because if you protest, you're violating social distancing and mask rules. And it's absolutely perfect. So if there's no amendment that's absolute, then what is absolute in our government? The Bill of Rights, absolute, Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, anything whatsoever, any state constitution, anything absolute. All right, Jack Posobiec tweet on to COVID. This child is clearly eating. Video, Spirit Airlines staffer tells pregnant mom that her young child needs to put on a mask despite eating or else police will be called. Play it for me. What are they doing? I told you, noncompliance. The kid's eating. Look at the kid eat. Dad tries to intervene. The kid has a spoon in her mouth, right? There's food all around the baby's mouth. She is eating. The woman right next to her says she's eating. Who's been sitting next to me? Was I wearing a mask? He was wearing a ball time. Guys, was I wearing a mask all the time, everybody? I'll make sure he wears it. Everything's gonna be fine. I'll make sure that they're wearing it, okay? Special needs Fast forward, see if it goes anywhere. Any more than that. Police ever show up? The cops coming? All right, that's good. Bring it back to me. All right, let's go to the next one. Daniel Horowitz tweets, puts this in the stark contrast for us. Put that up there. There you go. This is America in a nutshell. <laughs> one of these is okay and gets excused. The other isn't. There you go. Now, if John Kerry really believed in COVID, you can bring it back to me. If John Kerry really believed in COVID... Would he be sitting there without a mask on? If he really, now what I mean by that is this. Is there a virus out there called COVID-19? Yes, it was manufactured in the Wuhan lab, founded, funded by Anthony Fauci, oh, founded, funded, whatever, you can use that interchangeably, funded by Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates. Bill Gates sent tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Uh, Anthony Fauci himself 
backdoor funded while it was illegal to fund gain of function research, sent $7 million through back channels to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Those are absolute facts. But for just so if they so the virus is real because it was manufactured in a Wuhan lab, that's that's absolutely true. So anyway, if if that's the case, so we know it's real. Why would John Kerry, if he was terrified of it, why would he be sitting in a in a in a tube full of humanity, absolutely unafraid, maskless? Why would he do it? If he believed masked in anything, then why would he do it? Why would he be sitting there like that? And if it's real, when you have a two-year-old who has a 0% chance of passing COVID on to anybody, 0% chance of catching it, 0% chance of passing it on to anybody, and you're like, Tom, it's not zero. Listen, it's statistically zero. Statistically, zero kids die of COVID. Statistically, zero kids are significant vectors of COVID. They're 20 times, 7 to 20 times, that child right there is 7 to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID-19. And why would, so why would you have to have a mask? None of it is based on science. None of it is based, it's all based on political agendas, political narratives, and political ambitions. All right, Ian Miles Chong tweet. You will own nothing and be happy. You can leave that up there for just a second. I want to explain that to you. You will own nothing and be happy. That comes from the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum. It comes from their video that they put out. Klaus Schwab, John Kerry's attended, Trump has attended, numerous Biden officials have attended, the World Economic Forum, which sponsors the Great Reset. Their video starts off with, you will own nothing and you will be happy. How much you want to bet that'll be just you that owns nothing, not John Kerry who owns nothing, not the Bidens that own nothing, not the Obamas that own nothing, not Klaus Schwab that owns nothing. You will own nothing and be happy. Read the bottom part. It's for your health. I hope you're feeling a lot safer now that you've given up all your rights. Play the video for me. COVID violator. COVID violator. Good job, COVID Caving Church. Congratulations. Search warrant for what? Yeah, you're under arrest in relation to incitement. Incitement? Under arrest for a crime called incitement. That's a new COVID law. Sit back and enjoy. Yeah, she's pregnant, so. In relation to a Facebook post, in relation to a lockdown protest you put on. Yeah, and I wasn't breaking any laws by doing you that. You are, actually. That's why I'm arresting you. Good job, Christians. Good, That's loving, Christians. There you go. This is all for COVID. All for COVID. You're so loving. You're so compassionate closing your churches. Great job. Great job. How about a Malinois on your arms? There you go. Enjoy. How loving of you, Christians, for ushering this into the planet. Nice job. How's, oh, how loving is this? There you go. Nice job, Christians. So just because you're the police, that yeah. gives you the right to stop anyone you want yes. and get their details. Because we're are, are you, you need to be re-informed okay, about right. the law. This is the video that raised questions about how New York City is enforcing social distancing. 
Good job. There it is. You're like, Tom, you know, why are you always picking on Christians? First of all, because judgment begins at the house of the Lord, 1 Peter 4, 17, and the church never should have closed. This is what you, it, the church closing has ushered in. I could show hours and hours and hours of those videos. Some of those are old. Some of them are not. I could, I could find hours and hours of videos that happened last weekend, that happened over the last week. It is going on right now. You're, if you closed your church, I mean, somebody sent me a message recently about a friend. They, were, they had their friend watch one of my videos, and the person said, Mal, you know, because they were a COVID caver, I don't really feel like an overly solid Christian. And by watching, Tom, I feel like my blanks have dropped. Yeah, you know what? You, sh you should, listen, the church should have stood up from day one. And said, absolutely, I'm talking worldwide. If that means you, if that means you get arrested, then you get arrested. You stand up to this. Look at where our world is now. You have COVID, COVID passports, vaccine passports being talked about all over the planet. The only reason the Bidens have, the Bidens have backed off. The Biden administration has now backed off of their COVID passport rhetoric that they were talking about. They backed off, said, we're not going to do it now. And I just want all of the COVID-caving Christians and COVID-caving conservatives and COVID-caving Americans, you can line up and thank all of us that have stood up. Otherwise, you'd be getting that now. And how far is a COVID, COVID passport, a vaccine passport, how far is that from Revelation 13, 16, and 17? He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, to receive a mark on their right hand and on their forehead, and that none may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast and the number of his name. How far off are you from that? Once you start having to have COVID passports to go everywhere, a vaccine passport to go everywhere. So you are welcome that we have held off the demon rat party from issuing, from mandating COVID passports because if it wasn't for loud mouths like me and many other with much bigger names and much bigger voices and much bigger audiences that, that stood up, you'd be lining up for years now. At least you have a chance. You're, and, and some of the, what, what astounds me is there's Christians that will absolutely knock over 75-year-old women, the Christians, you know, 40, and they're knocking a 75-year-old woman out of the way to get their covert passport so that they can go to a Tampa Rays game. That's, that's the sad state of affairs that the modern church is in. They don't read the Bible. They don't know the Bible. They think Christianity is simply about compliance and having a soft tone and being nice. That is not in the Bible. It is not in the Bible living that way at all. I'm not saying to go out. I don't go up to people and just start to rag all over them for wearing masks. I don't do anything about any of that stuff. I'm just saying the only thing I do is speak out against it, and I've never closed my church. I have never social distanced. We have never social distanced in this church. Nobody has ever worn masks in this church except for a few stragglers, and they don't survive but one service after hearing me preach. They're gone. And I'm glad they're gone. You're COVID capitulator. Get out of here. Get out of here. I have no interest in somebody who doesn't understand the Bible, that no plague shall draw near thy dwelling. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loosed. Steve D's tweet. Another example why a chapter of Fauci and Bargain, everybody needs to buy that. That's Steve uh, Deese's best-selling book, is titled The Branch Covidian Cult. Look at this lunatic. Play it for me. It's all right. 
There she goes. Standing in line. Oh, yeah. Play it again, Aaron. This is real. This is, this, uh, this is, now this is a woman who has zero chance of ever dying of COVID with a cart full of kids who are, have zero chance of dying of COVID. And this is how she lives her life, trained by the modern evangelical church. With the modern, bring it back to me. The modern evangelical church has told, told the world, be fearful. You're the preachers. Everybody knows 2 Timothy 4 too, right? Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. Except the modern church preaches fear, preaches abdication to Anthony Fauci, preaches capitulation and acquiescence. That's what the modern church preaches. And because of that, we have women like that who believe that they're right. You're like, Tom, there'll be lunatics that would do that anyway. Of course there would be. But we in the church would be able to say we're the opposite of lunacy. No, we can't now because most of the modern church are lunatics. Rebel News tweet. I told you, folks, this is where it goes. Pastor Coates has already spent months in prison. Grace Life Church raided by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Play the video. Sorry, so we can't even go on the property? Is that what's happening here? That's correct. Why, how's that happening? I mean, it's private property. I've talked about, with, uh, about that with Scott okay, okay, but I, I'm not with no the church, comment. I'm a journalist, you have no comment. Have no comment. So what happens if- you want if... you can contact Alberta Health Services or the RCMP Media Relations, Is there... they will release a statement. Okay, is there a court order in place preventing them from accessing the parking lot? Like, as I understand, there's an order that closes the church, and that's in the door that's been in the door for a while. But, I mean, I have permission from the owner to be on the property. So what happens if I try to walk up there? I'll stop you. I'm a journalist, so I'm not. Yeah, no, right now, uh, no one's passed, allowed past this point until uh, we're advised otherwise. So whatever they're doing, they're going to do... Uh, in that area. Hey, you can bring it back to me. It doesn't get any better than that. So, and since then, just so everybody knows, they've got a 12-foot fence that's all the way circled around that church, put up and paid for by Canadian taxpayers. So that church has been completely closed down, fenced off, locked down. Great job, church. See, what happens is, is when you cave, when you let a little leaven in, you leaven the whole lump. Great job. Now you've caused all, all you pastor loves out there, sister love, brother love, brother compassion, sister compassion, pastor compassion, all of you out there like that, who you're so compassionate and you're a community partner and you're a good neighbor and you're going to partner with Planned Parenthood and lock down your community by locking down your church. This is what you get now is you get a church that's been closed down by court order, a fence constructed around it, so nobody can get in with the RCMP sitting there locking it down. Congratulations. And the sad thing is, and this is why, it says in Matthew that, we, that Christians will betray and hate each other. At that time, Christians will betray and hate each other. And the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. That's Matthew chapter 24, 10 through 13. Betray and hate each other. Yeah, this is this is that's betrayal. You close your churches, and now it licenses all these maniacs. And this just breaks my heart too to say this stuff because I was a cop myself from 1992 to 2017, 25 years and a day straight. I was a cop, and to see these jack-booted thugs 
You, all these officers, you don't sit there and, and I know this is Canada and they don't have the same, the same constitution or really a constitution in Canada, but you know that you don't sit there and close down churches in a democratic republic or a democracy or a parliamentary republic. You don't do that. But, you know, I got to keep my job, so I'm going to become a worthless human being, sell my soul to the devil. What shall, it get, what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And you're going to lock these people down for this. Pastor, that pastor of that church has already been in prison for months. He just got out. He still hasn't even been tried yet. He was put in prison, just left there with absolutely no formal charges. All right, next one up out of Rebel News. Grace Life Church of Alberta was raided by police earlier today. Play that one for me. So there's a guy right there, this guy. I don't know if maybe we can see his license plate. Let me catch up here. Ah, darn it. That guy right there just stopped and yelled at these nice families who are here watching their church be locked down. That guy in that Chevy. And what did he, did he hear what he said? Oh, he just screamed, ha ha, like it's about time. Let me just run up here. You guys are lucky I'm on that treadmill every night. <laughs> Satanists are better than me. Satanists are better than you guys. Go to the church of Satan. Even they follow mask bylaw. They do. They do. Oh, wow. They do. I didn't know the church of Satan follows mask oh, bylaws, well, what the guy said. Out, Glad you guys in the church to close down your churches are on this guy's side. Sorry about the swearing there, but that's the. Uh, I think he literally praised the Church of Satan. I'm not even kidding. I think he literally gave a shout out to the Church of Satan. Is did I hear that correctly, Sheila? Yes, he said that even the Church of Satan follows masking, and so he said, "You creationists, which I don't think they are here, or at least I haven't heard it, and who cares if they are?" But he said, "You creationists are worse than the Church of Satan." Here he is again, Mr. Church of Satan. Even Satanists comply with mask bylaws or something like that. We, why can't you? Too righteous, you can't be bothered. There you go. Back to me. So there you go. That, that's who you stand with. And you're like, Tom, what, what's your point in talking like this about the church? To try to bring revival. You're going to have to have guts at some point. Where's, where's your line going to be? Are you, are you going to put a well health safety seal on your door too that's being pushed by globalists? You're going to put the well health safety seal that Robert De Niro, De Niro and J-Lo and uh, Lady Gaga are all pushing? You're going to put that on your door too, Pastor? You've already required masks. You're going to require vaccine proof? The University of Notre Dame is requiring for the fall semester all students to have vaccines or you're off. So remember, oh, this wasn't our fight. This, this isn't our fight. That's, you know, I, I remember the, the pastor in Tampa who now has his own uh, podcast on YouTube that he calls Patriot Pastor. Patriot? He's, I mean, he was, a, he was very critical of Jonathan Shuttlesworth and Rodney Howard Brown talking that this isn't our fight. This isn't our time. This is a public health issue. We need to follow the experts. Hey, he's a patriot? He was closed till October. How, how patriot are you when you yourself capitulated to the violation of your first, fourth, and 14th Amendment rights? What kind of patriot are you? But this is the kind of things that happens. You cannot give them an inch. Now, here, now I know all of you have seen this next video. This is from, this is Andrew, this is from Andrew Clavin. 
And all of us have seen this video of the pastor. He's actually, his, his country of origin is, is Poland, but he's in Canada. And all of us have seen him kick out the Gestapo, the Canadian police, local police, I think it's Alberta, kicking them out. But this is the full video of it. Play it for me. Please get out. Get out of this property. Immediately get out. Get out of this property immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property immediately. I don't want to hear a word. Out. Out. Out of this property. I mean, how many cops they got? Go. Five police officers there, minimum, unless I'm not seeing one. It's five or six cops. How many cops do you need? Nazis are not welcome here. Out. He's right. And as much as it breaks my heart to say that about fellow police officers, because I was one for all those years, that's what they are now. If you're willing to participate in that, you are the Gestapo. I don't care who you are. I don't care if I worked with you. I don't care at all. That's who you are. You are the Gestapo. Evil people. Intimidating people in a church during the Passover. You Gestapo, Nazi, communist, fascists. (laughs) Don't you dare coming back here. Imagine those psychopaths, Passover, the holiest Christian festival in a year, and they're coming to intimidate Christians during the holiest festival? Unbelievable. What is wrong with those sick psychopaths? It's beyond me. Wow. Wow. How dare they? How dare they? Sick people. Sick people. Now you can bring it back to me. Pastor Pulaski there, he is a hero. He's Canada's version of Rodney Hour Brown. I hope it just keeps going more and more viral because that's the stand that you have to take. Oh, but if I do that, then I'll get in trouble. It's, who was arrested? Paul was arrested. Peter was arrested. John was arrested. Stephen was arrested. Joseph in the Old Testament was arrested. Where are you going to take your stand? Oh, this is a public health crisis. Really? You still, with COVID passports, vaccine passports, lockdowns, people being arrested, 
Churches being invaded by jackbooted thug Gestapo police officers, and you still think it's about a virus? Really? Average age of death of COVID is 80? Average age of death in America is 78, and you think it's about a virus? Really? Unbelievable. Avon Yemeni tweet, crowd chants get out at health inspectors issuing shutdown. Notice the Vancouver restaurant. People are finally resisting. I hope so. Play it for me. They're in a mask in that place. Yeah, where where's the church been? And see, it it takes a pub to lead the way. Sometimes the most gutsy people are the unsaved. Are the unsaved? They're more gutsy than the saves. You're supposed to lay your life down. I urge you, brethren, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. What's the next verse? Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform to the pattern, mask wearing, locking down, quarantining, vaccinating. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. I'll lose my job. You know, none of, the, none of the capitulating, acquiescing pastors have lost their jobs. Just the people in their congregation, 60% of all COVID closing businesses will never open again ever in life. All right, Mocha Bazirjan tweet. I'm sure I butchered the heck out of that name. Police in Quebec City grabs protesters who are not wearing a mask to issue them $1,500 tickets. I have witnessed at least seven people being taken away by the police. Play it for me. Look at this love. Look at the love coming here. This is loving. I mean, I can feel, I can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit right here. I mean, you can't feel that? I mean, I feel the love. Don't, Pastor Capitulator. Don't you feel it? I mean, I feel the love right here of arresting a woman for not wearing a mask on an open air street. I mean, I, I mean, look at hey, Aaron, freeze that or Will, freeze that for me. Back, back it up five seconds to freeze it. Look at, yeah, keep, go back just a smidge more. Like, uh, that's too far. Go back to where you got those guys walking down the street. It looks like the daggum Gestapo walking down the street. Yeah, that's good. Just let it play. Keep it going. Right there. Pause. Look at that. Don't you feel the love? I mean, don't you, all the COVID caving Christians, all the COVID caving uh, conservatives that are cowards, they're afraid to talk about this in the true light of day where you need to talk about the death count. This is what you've ushered into our world. Look at how the police look now. Look at the, look at them. They, They look like Star Wars figurines and they're not on the side of the rebellion. That works for you, doesn't it, Will? They, they, yeah, nice some Star Wars talk. See that? This is what you've turned our world into this mess. Look at it. Play the video. I mean, I can feel the love. I mean, don't you feel it? 
I mean, this feels very loving. Like they're really watching out for people's safety. Don't you feel that? They're going to stand there on the side of the road and haul off women not wearing masks. I mean, how manly of these guys. Look at these studs. Man, they're studs. I'm, I am absolutely disgusted by these police officers. Absolutely disgusted. And you might be like, Tom, this is Canada. You know why this is Canada? You can bring it back to me. Enough is enough. You know why this is Canada? Because America doesn't have the testicular fortitude to have these protests themselves. This is what should be going on in Michigan. Where are you at, Michigan? You're completely locked down. Minnesota, Pennsylvania, New York. Why are you not doing this? Where are you at, red state New Yorkers? Get out there in the streets. Well, I might lose my job. What else? What are you going to let them take from you? What more can they take from you? They're cutting off 20 to 30% of the oxygen that your brain needs every day by making you wear a mask. Then Fauci wants to double it to 40 to 60% by wearing another mask. They want to forcefully vaccinate you. In New York, you have, you're going to have to have, or you do have to have, an Excelsior pass to go see the New York Rangers play or to go into any crowded space and probably about to, you know, about any location you can name eventually. So what else are they going to take away from you? Eventually, you're, you're going to have to choose at some point in time, mark of the beast or your job. What will you do then? You might as well practice now. Americans need to get out on the streets like the Canadians are. All right, Yakov Polak tweet. Still sticking around in Canada. Montreal police running around town doing Trudeau's bidding. Quarantine checks. Play it for me. Look at this. How would you like this in your neighborhood? And I want to ask another question. Why in the world would anybody ever open up their door with the goon Gestapo sitting out there with their stupid masks on either? I'm not, I'm not opening that door. There you go. And we want things to look like that in America. But it, and, and by the way, they already have looked like that in America. There's been plenty of COVID arrests in America too. Plenty of COVID arrests, plenty of COVID citations. Plenty of thousands and thousands, of hundreds of well, hundreds of millions of dollars paid in fines. It has happened here. Quarantine checks still. Hey, what happened to 15 days to flatten the curve? Well, we're at least at 390 now. What happened to 15 days and you're still doing quarantine checks, door-to-door quarantine checks? What is this, the diary of Anne Frank? All right, Yakov Polak tweet again. <clears throat> Hey, at Ford Nation, you may consider resigning. Doug Ford, he is the Ontario Premier. Effective April 3rd, April 3rd at 12 a.m., individuals who live alone, look at, look at, listen to this, may consider having exclusive close contact with one other household. <laughs> Back to me real quick. So a lot of people are afraid to lose their job, afraid to take a stand. When you have somebody, the Ontario Premier, Doug Ford, telling you, hey, you know what? Starting April 3rd, I'm going to give you a right that you can leave your house and go to another house. And you're worried about losing your job? That you've already lost everything, not to mention your self-respect. I've not done one thing. I have not caved one inch to COVID. I never wear a mask. I never social distance. I never quarantined. I never stop hugging people. I don't care. You know why? 
First of all, COVID for somebody my age is 99.9% survival, even if I had it. But here's the thing, I'll never get it. Because whatever I bind is bound, whatever I loose is loosed, Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, so I don't ever have to worry about it. No plague shall draw near my dwelling, Psalm 91. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it, John 8, 14. Ask and it shall be given you, Matthew 7, 7. So why would I ever be concerned about it to begin with, ever? There is no point in ever being concerned about it. But people are worried about what the cost will be if you stand up. You've already lost everything. It's a matter of gaining it back. And those of us that live in Florida, right now I'm doing this from Inglewood, Florida, south of Sarasota. That's right, west coast of Florida. We have a great governor, but just so you know, Florida isn't completely free either. Everywhere I go, everybody has masks on. Everybody has masks. 99% of everywhere I go, everybody has a mask on. I'm still seeing numerous people pull into parking lots, driving alone with a mask on. Explain to me how, explain to me how that makes any sense to anybody. All right, Kyle Becker tweet. The Serbian people are rising up against COVID lockdowns. Play it for me. size of that crowd I see one guy with a mask on but most everybody doesn't have a mask on but look at the Gestapo police and that's right at government hall that's right at like city hall or state hall or whatever it is that you want to call it people have had it look at the size of that crowd people have had it all right you can bring it back to me People have had it. And just so you know, I said this a couple weeks ago, you are not alone. If you're someone like me and you've stood up from day one and you have no intention of ever taking the vaccine, let alone getting a vaccine passport, and it just boggles my mind because I know that Christians will either watch this or they've already heard about vaccine passports and they're waiting to get theirs. They're waiting to get their vaccine and they're waiting to get their vaccine passport because they are destroyed for lack of knowledge and they do not study to show themselves approved all right senator ted cruz uh video this is from the border play it for me tomorrow night 18 senators are going to be traveling down to the southern border to see firsthand the crisis that is unfolding our friends in the media right now are not allowed to come we want the american people to see what's happening but joe biden doesn't want you to see that we're so overwhelmed with traffic here in, uh, in, in the Rio Grande Valley sector that there's just nonstop flow of people coming across illegally, mainly children, family units. The, the solution here is a wall in strategic locations. That is the only way we're gonna be able to stop uh, these people from coming across. And I'm talking about all types of people. Now, the wall will not stop family units and unaccompanied children. The only way you stop unaccompanied children and these family units is by stopping catch and release and stopping that magnet. You implement the migrant protection protocols all over again. 
because the reason people are leaving Central America to come into the United States is because they know that if they make it across that river, they're going to get released. For So for them, it's worth paying their life savings to a smuggler because it's a guaranteed ticket into the United States. So this right here is a clandestine operation, an underground operation that the federal government is conducting here. The journalists are not allowed here. This bridge goes all the way to Mexico, maybe about uh, a mile at the most, right? So the process is so jacked up that people just cross the border illegally. As long as they make it through all these gauntlets, they make it back here, they're gonna get released. We're down on the southwest border in the Rio Grande Valley, and we are seeing children and families who are suffering as a result of political decisions Joe Biden made. This is cause and effect. It's what President Biden did on January 20th when he rescinded the Remain in Mexico policy, when he ceased building the border wall. It sent a strong message down to Central America that the southern border was open. What you see behind me, these children and these mothers and fathers and relatives, um, is a direct result of President Biden's policies. Um, We've seen a massive departure from a series of policies that were working. We had the flow of family units and uncompanied children. We had it pretty well stopped until President Biden blew up those successful policies and now it's resulting in this. And, and we know it's going to happen. We know how the human traffickers take advantage of this. We know how the drug traffickers take advantage of this. We know the inhumanity that's going to be the result of this disastrous policy. Humanitarian. Your 2021 Democratic Party, ladies and gentlemen, the, the arbiters, the conveyors of compassion. How many people are crossing the border? 171,000 in March alone, 19,000 children. For a record, we have not seen numbers like that in a quarter of a century. Biden says it's just a regular influx, another habitual liar because he follows as he signs one legislative piece of paper after another to butcher the unborn. He hates humanity. He is a liar. All of these people, they never touch it themselves. Kamala Harris is in charge of the border. She's never even been down there yet. They hate humanity. You cannot love pulling the unborn piece by bloody piece out of a woman's womb and not hate humanity. You cannot treat people rushing your borders at 100,000 per month, 19,000 children per month right now, 1,000 a day. This like just like yesterday was that's and that's who's being caught by the way. 1,000 a day, 1,000 kids a day basically. Little less, but not a whole lot less. You can't, and then shove them in your plastic COVID incubators. Oh, they're not kids in cages anymore. They're kids in storage containers. You ever, you've, I, we've shown the pictures here that you have to lay on your side to have any room to sleep. They're that packed. They have rooms, they have sto storage facilities, is the best way to put it. They have these. Um, uh, Immigrant centers that are designed for 30 people that have 500 per room. And these are the lovers of humanity and the purveyors of compassion. All right, Mandy, uh, Maggie Vandenberg tweet. As Biden allows huge numbers of COVID-positive illegal aliens to flood the border, 
He claims you can't build a wall or fence high enough to keep out a virus. Play it for me. You can't build a wall or fence high enough to keep out a virus. Well, play it again. You can't build a wall or fence high enough to keep out a virus. Well, well, come on, man. All right, back to me. All right, breaking 9-11 tweet. So Biden just said that he can't build a wall or a fence higher enough to keep it out. Well, here we go. Breaking, Biden's DHS, Department of Homeland Security, may restart construction on the U.S.-Mexico border wall to fill in any gaps in the current barrier. Well, why? You said you can't build a wall or a fence high enough to keep out COVID, says DHS. Bring it back, put it back on there. I'm not done reading it yet. There you go. D- says DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Mayorkas made the comments at an ICE meeting last week, according to meeting notes obtained by the Washington Times. Let's go to the next one here. This uh, We got that. Yeah, we got. Yeah, play it for me. Well, um, while construction remains paused, um, there is a review uh, in underway um, taking a look at um, the um, funds that had been allocated. Um when the administration took office, as, hey, as pause you know, one second, bring it back to me. Let's all play a game together here, and let's count how many times she says "ah" or "um." This video is forty-seven. We got about forty-seven seconds left. Let's see how many times she says "ah" or "um." Now, what she's been asked—I don't know how loud it was for everybody else, but it was very low volume for me. So, what she was asked was, "Why is it that you are now? Remember now, on day one." Biden's stopped all construction to the wall. And so everybody knows it's not just construction of brick and mortar. It's it's stopping the construction of all tech, all cameras, all sensors, all lasers. Everything was canceled on day one. So if you really believe in that, then why are you filling in the gaps? Gaps should be happy time for you. Hey, look at the gaps. It's wide open. Why now are they filling them up? Could it have something to do with 171,000 people in one month crossing the border? And those are the ones who were contacted by the Border Patrol, let alone all those that weren't, which is probably three, four times that many. Could it be that's the reason why? But that's a fun game here. Let's count how many times she says, ah, or um, play it for me. From military construction projects and other purposes toward building the wall. Uh, that was not uh, something that, of course... Uh, supported. Ding. There are some components of the wall that had already been allocated, the funding uh, to continue Ding. building by Congress. So we're working uh, within what Ding. is allowable. Uh, but our Ding. focus is not, we don't believe the wall is an answer. We have never believed. Then why are you the building it then, an lady? To addressing the challenges, immigration challenges uh, at the border. That's why we're proposing an investment in smart investments in smart security at the border, why we're driving twenty, what we see as 21st century solutions for border management, and why we believe we should build a functioning immigration system. There's a review underway of kind of where this funding had been allocated and not, but it's currently paused. You know, I just want to say, if you can bring it back to me, I just want to say that going like this doesn't make you any more convincing when you're up there just absolutely just spewing lies. The reason why you're building the wall is because walls work. Yeah, walls work, especially if you've seen the videotape of the Trump wall. I got a, I didn't get to it one night. Ted Cruz was standing next to it showing the gaps in the wall. This wall is beautiful, just like Trump said. Trump promised, Trump did. Now listen, I don't like what Trump did with Operation Warp Speed. I don't like how he responded to COVID for the first 10, 12, you know, first uh, eight or nine months that he was there. I don't like it. 
I, Trump up till 2020, up till really March of 2020, great job, A plus, except for the debt. His COVID response, D minus F, absolutely terrible. So I'm not defending, I'm no Trump sycophant. When Trump is right, I'll say he's right. When he's wrong, he's wrong. Operation Warp Speed is demonic. It's garbage. It's, it's now birthed things like vaccine passports, mandated vaccines. It just got voted in a major governmental entity in Europe that compulsory vaccines are allowed. In other words, you can be arrested, strapped to a table, and shot full of AstraZeneca's blood clotting vaccine. How lovely is that? But I love how she got confronted. Ah, ooh, ee, ah, ah, ah. It doesn't work, Jen. You're a liar. You're the, you follow the father of lies. John chapter 8, 44 and 45. Breaking 9-11 tweet. VP Harris is in charge of addressing the root causes of the border crisis. She hasn't even visited the border. Play it for me. Um, uh, immigration and the border, um, as we discussed here today, Vice President Harris has been put in charge of addressing the root causes of the uh, border crisis. Uh, last Tuesday, she spoke with Guatemala's president, but she hasn't visited the border or Central America or spoken with leaders of El Salvador or Honduras. Um, she was traveling this week, took time to visit a bakery in Chicago. Um, I'm wondering, is she still working on this? And can you address the perception that she's kind of quietly backing off while Secretary Mayorkas is pursuing um, some Trump-era policies, such as potentially building new border barriers and potentially prosecuting people who illegally cross multiple times. There's a whole lot packed in there. So let me just see what I can do here. Um, first, I would say uh, the vice president was visiting Chicago Ding. actually to talk about COVID and the importance of uh, communities Ding. getting the vaccine when it's available and accessible to them. And so while she was there, like many Americans, she got a snack. I think she's allowed to do that. Oh, how lovely. Now, what he said there, she hasn't been to the border. Now, who, where, are all, where are all these refugees coming from? Where's the majority of them coming from? Does everybody know? Then it's not Mexico. The majority are coming from Honduras and Guatemala. She's in charge of this border situation that everybody else is calling a holocaust that has a brain. She hasn't been to Honduras. She hasn't been to Guatemala, but she was in Chicago campaigning for HR1 and their other various stupid infrastructure bills. That's what she was doing and had plenty of time to stop and get a snack, as Jen Psaki says. All right, next one up. Children are being abandoned. Terror suspects arrested. Two more arrested this week, already from four. Terror suspects from Yemen arrested, and VP Kamala Harris refuses to visit the border. Now, I got a nice video montage for everybody. You guys ready? Play it. All four or all couple. Do you plan to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. Have you slept with married men today, Kamala? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. And is everybody following COVID procedures? Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's packed like sardines in here. <laughs> there you go. I mean, she laughs about everything. I mean, that, I guess it really doesn't matter. If you were living in one of the COVID incubators down there, you probably wouldn't be laughing. Disclosed TV tweet. Put up there for me. There you go. Human smugglers use Facebook to openly advertise trafficking services. Now remember, you leave that up there. You remember, Parler got completely shut down because they allegedly were used as an insurrection site by the insurrectionists 
of which there was no, not one gun or really any sort of insurrection whatsoever. It was really a trespassing situation. But anyway, they were, they were completely taken down, deplatformed. They weren't even allowed, they were even off of hosting services, absolutely, completely destroyed. But it turns out human smugglers, and by the way, just back to the, uh, to the insurrection, the Capitol riot, it turned out that Facebook, Facebook Messenger, and Twitter were used far more than, tw- than, than uh, Parler was for organization as far as the riot at the Capitol. So human smugglers are used, use Facebook to openly advertise trafficking services for 100% safe journeys. Sounds like a, you know, an insurance commercial. Hey, 100% safe journeys to the U.S. And a parent smuggler posted a picture of a family with luggage wearing masks and sitting together on what appears to be a plane. Make your dream a reality at Smugglers Traveling Services in the United States. We are here to help you, the caption reads. The journey is safe and reliable, and the price is $4,500, leaving from Monterey to San Antonio, Texas. Now, let me ask you this. You bring it back to me. So let me ask you this. Did you ever see anything like this during the Trump administration? Please put it up there. I would love to see it. Send them to me. If you ever saw it, let me just remind everybody too. like and share, like and share. Facebook has clobbered us. I think we're, are we back on YouTube? We're very successful. We are back on YouTube. And just so everybody knows on YouTube, we have to delete it. This is because this is the, the tech totalitarian tyrants that we are sadly having to do some sort of business with. We have to delete YouTube right after we are done. I mean, literally the second after we're done so that they don't go back and violate us again for strike three. So that's, that's where we're at. Got the idea from Jonathan Shuttlesworth. Love you, Jonathan. Thank you for doing that. But the only reason why we got suspended last time was because we didn't delete the video. So we're, it will be deleted right after we're done. We have to do it. We have no choice. If you want to watch any portion of this or send it to anybody, it's got to be via Facebook. All right, Disclose uh, TV tweet. Or is that where, are we on that still? Yeah, there we go. Two, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. It's me, guys. It's messed it up. Go to uh, Kevin McCarthy tweet. Kevin McCarthy tweet. There we go. Every day, one thousand. You guys are awesome, by the way, because you still found it. Every day, a thousand migrants cross our border. Every day, unencountered by border patrol. Thankfully, two men from Yemen on the terrorist watch list were just caught and arrested. That's there was three caught and arrested not two weeks ago. But what about the other getaways? What is President Biden's plan to address national security? This national uh, security threat. So everybody get that. This is two more. This is not off of the original report where he had four people from the Mideast. <clears throat> Again, there was a couple from Yemen. I don't remember all the countries, but there was four caught. Three out of the four were from the terrorist watch list. Now there's two more from the terrorist watch list crossing the southern border. But thank goodness we no longer have Donald Trump who sends out mean tweets. We've got we've got Joe Biden controlling the southern border, which would be a more apt description would be not controlling the southern border. So where are these people from Yemen coming from? They, they live in Mexico? Could it, could it be that the terrorists know that we have an open border and they're flying to wherever, Honduras, Guatemala, Guatemala, Mexico, whatever it is, and then crossing the southern border with ease? Absolutely. That's where we're at All right now. Disclose TV tweet. Is it the same thing? New, uh, same thing. Okay. So you could go to, uh, go to uh, Raheem Kassam. There we go. Did, you, did the U.S. border protection, remember they just arrested these two guys from Yemen, on the terrorist watch list, why did the U.S. Border Protection 
delete this press release after apprehending the terrorists. So the Biden administration, they arrest two terrorists crossing our border. It gets put out on normal media and then immediately deleted. This is funny because Biden said he was going to be a president for all and would be the most transparent presidency in history. The most transparent presidency in history was Donald J. Trump. In my history, anyway, I've only been around 52 years, but that's what I remember. He talked to the press every day. Biden's had one press conference. He's the first president in modern history that is yet to do, at this stage in his presidency, has yet to do a presentation to a joint session of Congress. First one. First one in my lifetime and first one in modern history. All right, breaking 9-11 tweet. <clears throat> Just in New York to offer one-time payments of up to $15,600 to illegal immigrants who lost work during the pandemic. Not you, back to me. You got $1,400 or $600 or $800. They're getting $15,500. That's the Biden administration for you. You know where all that money's coming from? The $1.9 trillion America rescue plan that Joe Biden put out calling it of his COVID relief package. How's that, how's that working for you? Illegal aliens who are affected by COVID-19 get 15 grand, 15.5. And Americans get 1,400, just so everybody knows. For me, I don't think anybody should get squat. That's how I feel about it. Tim Pool tweet. Representative AOC is evil. And look at what she tweets. An immediate improvement. Oh, these are, okay, that's the bottom. Okay, I got you. No, you're good. You're good. Put up the other one. This is what she tweets. Put up the, yeah, switch it. There you go. Here's her tweet style. It's compare and contrast, shall we? The administration has established, this was for Donald Trump, concentration camps on the southern border. Now on the bottom, an immediate improvement would be requiring influx facilities with children to be licensed. So concentration camps, influx facilities. And once again, bring it back to me. Once again, let me just tell you, Again, this comes back to people who are principalists that follow, that follow the father of lies. They have no principles. All they care about is getting rich and staying in power. AOC is not really a liberal. What she is is an opportunist. She saw it's like putting on a play. You know, like you have different different parts that are available to people, but those parts are finite. So you only have this amount of Republicans and this amount of Democrats in the play. And your path to riches is being an establishment Republican or an establishment Democrat. Not an outsider like Donald J. Trump. Those are outsiders. Or an outsider like Jim Jordan or Devin Nunez and people like that. Those are outsiders. Those are principled people that are actually conservatives that try to usher in conservative values. Not the Ben Sasses of the world. Ben Sass, his path to riches could go Democrat or Republican, whichever one is advantageous for him. AOC is the same way. She has no principles. She's got to play the part of a Democrat. So when you have the exact same, well, the it's not the exact same border, border situation because it was far better under Trump and the cages were far more humane under Trump than the COVID incubators that they have now. But when you have Donald Trump holding people at the border, it's a concentration camp. When you have Joe Biden holding people at the door at the border, it's an influx facility. That's a principleless person who is a money grubber. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. First Timothy chapter six, verse 10. That's what these people are all about. It really is money. It really, the love of money is the root of all evil. Jim Jordan's not getting rich. 
AOC is getting rich. Nancy Pelosi on a salary of less than $150,000 a year is worth $70 million. Joe Biden is at minimum worth $14 million. How, do you, how did Joe Biden make that in a, in a, in a life of public service? How'd that happen? All right, Katie Pavlik tweet. Will these mothers be arrested? These children were left in the desert with their mother's cell phone number. They're what, what's their ages? Uh, five and six left. Now, whose fault is that? Bring it back to me. Whose fault in that is that? Joseph Robinette Biden. Because again, I want you to find one story like that. That's an ode to Rush Limbaugh. Find one story like that about when Donald Trump was president. When you say to everybody, the borders are wide open, and Joe Biden said it during his campaign that he's calling for a surge, even though AOC considers that to be a military term that you're not allowed to use in a white supremacist term. Joe Biden himself called for a surge to the southern border. He got it. Be careful what you wish for. Now you have five and six-year-olds being abandoned in the desert, walking around. How many dead bodies are out there? Who knows? Thank you, Joe Biden. Excellent job. All right, on to vaccines. John Solomon tweet. In Michigan, 246 fully, everybody repeat after me, 246 fully vaccinated people tested positive for COVID-19. Three died. Well, that's working out real well, isn't it? All right, next one up, anomaly video. This is Bill Gates. Play it for me. Eventually, what we'll have to have is certificates of who's a recovered person, who's a vaccinated person, because you don't want people moving around the world where you'll have some countries that won't have it under control. Sadly, you don't want to completely block off Sadly. the ability for those you know people to go there and come back and move around. So eventually there will be sort of this digital uh, immunity proof uh, that <laughs> oh. you know, will help facilitate they the- They backed it up for the last, played the last 15 seconds of reopening that. This digital uh, immunity proof uh, that you know, will help facilitate smile on his face. the global reopening up. It's just like this, digital, digital vaccination proof. He looked like the Joker. Sir, I mean- you, you still think this is about a virus? Please like and share this. Send this to your capitulating Christian friends. Send it. You're like, Tom, it'll cost me my relationships. Who cares? Send the truth. The truth is more important than relationships. Send the truth to people. Did you hear that? That is not, this is not, that's not March 2020. That's this week. That's Bill Gates this week saying digital vaccine identification, which he's been working on since 2018, by the way, in anticipation of the virus that he was funding tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for what purpose? Gain of function research on Corona bat viruses. Anthony Fauci did the exact same thing. Less money, but it was your taxpayer dollars illegally funneled to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. Gain-of-function is extracting viruses 
making them susceptible, making them transmissible to human beings, and then creating a, a vaccine to then solve the problem. That's gain-of-function research outlawed by Barack Hussein Obama and then reinstituted by, by Barack Hussein Obama right, at, right before he left office. Facts. Know them. And you think it's about a virus? You've got the guy. It's so, I mean, it, it absolutely baffles my brain. I have to hold my head. It baffles my brain that Anthony Fauci is out in front. He is allegedly the COVID expert of the planet, the COVID expert of the United States. He's the one who has all the solutions. And he's the one that was funding the research that caused the virus. And nobody says a word. Nobody says a word outside of conservative punditry. That's it. And even that's limited. Mitch McConnell, I won't get to it tonight. Mitch McConnell's singing his praises. I mean, the man was sending $7 million to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research. And where, lo and behold, where did this, anybody ever hear of Wuhan before this? You ever heard of it? I never heard of Wuhan. And lo and behold, that's where it comes up. And you got Bill Gates who is sending money and then acting like these guys are acting like, I mean, does everybody remember event 201? That was back in October of 2019 run by Bill Gates, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They were doing war games for coronavirus response. I wonder why, because they knew they created the virus. Oh, that's Q conspiracy. It's not Q. It was created right there. He fund, Bill Gates won't publicly deny it. He sent tens of millions of dollars to the Chinese Institute of Science, which owns the Wuhan Institute of Virology. He sent tens of millions of dollars to each. Anthony Fauci sent $7 million to the Wuhan Institute of Virology for gain-of-function research after it was outlawed. He did it through back doors. These are absolute facts. You can look them all up. Listen, the NIH had to admit to it. It's absolute fact. All right, Kyle Becker tweet. Breaking, read the bottom. Second GOP governor joins Florida's Ron DeSantis. On Monday, a second GOP governor joined uh, with Florida's Ron DeSantis in opposition to so-called COVID passports. And did I write the guy's name down? I didn't even write down who it was. <laughs> that was. That was worthless. What state is it? Can anybody tell me? I think it is Tennessee, actually. I can't remember. That was worthless. Uh, sorry for being so ill-informed on that one. But anyway, so there are, so you know, though, it's, I know that it's Texas, Florida, Mississippi, and that probably is Tennessee. If that's, if I, I probably just took that for granted and just forgot after I pulled it down. But anyway, what was that? Oh, Gil, yeah, that's, that's uh, Tennessee. Great. Yeah, it was Tennessee. All right, here we go. New York Mets tweet. Here you go now. Ticketed guests two years and older will need one of these. Now, here's the thing. If you're supporting any teams like this, you are part of the problem. Even, even the Texas Rangers who opened up, they had 40,000 people there. All, I repeat the three-letter word, all were masked. Every last one of them masked. In Texas, we are not free in Texas. We are not free in Florida. And of course, New York, they're not. Here's the thing. You're going to have to have your Excelsior pass to get into a Mets game. I guarantee you that. Ticketed guests, two years and older, will need one of these. Full vaccination, at least 14 days prior. Negative PCR COVID test within 72 hours. Negative antigen test. Look at, look at the safe at City for when we welcome you back. 
Tell all those people to shove their welcome right up their caboose. Don't ever go back. Do not patronize these places. All right, here we go. Liz Wheeler tweet. Shame on Notre Dame. You'd think that the leading Catholic university in the U.S. would recognize medical freedom and the legitimate religious um, objection many hold against the vaccine given its development with aborted baby cell lines. Notre Dame to require COVID vaccination as, con- as condition of, enroll- en- of enrollment this fall. This is what happens when you capitulate. This is what happens when you acquiesce. This is what happens when you cooperate. Well, it's all about keeping you safe. That's just the excuse. The, the excuse will be next to keep you safe from global warming. That's coming. That's what this is all about. The people at the Great Reset, the people at the World Economic Forum, the people at the International Monetary Fund, of, at the, of which the United States government, John Kerry, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, are all in cahoots with the Great Reset, the CCP, Klaus Schwab, and the World Economic Forum. What they're doing right now is seeing, will safety work? He's using safety as an example. It, will that work to get people to cooperate and do whatever it is that we want them to do? And if you're somebody who caved, if you need to repent and stop being prideful. Don't, well, you know, I did it because, you know, we didn't know at first. And, and you know, uh, it was, I was looking out for the health of it. You know what? You, you cave because you were a coward. You cave because you didn't look into anything. You, you should have known one day into 15 days to flatten the curve. And now that we're at 390, this is three. Now, by the time we even get to fall enrollment, and Notre Dame, who I don't know how many days we'll be in. It's still going on. Nothing's changed. It's getting worse. COVID vaccine passports and COVID passports and vaccine passports, Excelsior passports, common passes, green passes all over the world. Disclosed TV tweet. European court, here you go, of human rights ruled that compulsory vaccinations are legal. Back to me. What does that mean? That means they can pin you down right there. European Court of Human Rights. That's the European Union. Aren't you glad, Great Britain, that you did Brexit? European. This is governing all of Europe now says that it's compulsory. In other words, they can arrest you off the street, pin you to a table, strap you down, and inject you with Johnson & Johnson, inject you with AstraZeneca, inject you with Pfizer. If you're lucky enough to get the AstraZeneca one, you'll probably die of a blood clot right then and there. The other ones are gene therapies. In other words, they change your genetic material. That's Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer. They're not vaccines. They change your genetic material. Hence the reason why I just read to you that 246 people, I can't remember what state it was now. Anybody remember out there? Can't remember what state it was that I was reading that from. 246 people in a specific state, three died, all, all fully vaccinated, and it didn't even work because it's Gene, Michigan. Of course, it's Michigan. Wretched, witless. It's got to be. They're full. I mean, fully locked down, fully vaccinated, and still tested positive for COVID. Oh, these are these are great. Operation Warp Speed. Tom, you're bashing Trump. Don't care. Don't care. He's wrong on that. So European court. Now vaccines can be ruled that, it's not can be, ruled that compulsory vaccines are legal and may be necessary in democratic societies, is what it says. No, how's it? You know, it's so funny that that has no effect on the evangelical movement in the United States. 
No effect. Nobody's, I have not seen anybody. I've said this now for a year. The only national figure, the only national pastor that stood up, pastor of a church, that stood up was Rodney Howard Brown ended up getting arrested. Didn't bother the church at all. As a matter of fact, Rodney Howard Brown was turned in by other Christians, and I believe it was other pastors. Turned him in. And none of this, it's just amazing to me that when I read something that says the European Court of Human Rights ruled that compulsory vaccinations are legal and may be necessary in democratic societies, that that doesn't shock Bring it back to me that that does not shock the evangelical movement, like having paddles on your chest, shock you back to life and going, oh, crap. These people could grab my 10-year-old son, drag him into whatever health facility it may be with Anthony Fauci sitting there with his three masks on, his COVID spit shield, sitting there with a long you know, needle and injecting your child or you or anybody else. This doesn't shock you back to life. It doesn't. It's, it's literally, it's like reading the Bible in, in most evangelical churches. It doesn't do a thing. The truth has no effect on Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 45, because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. That's right after he describes the devil as the father of lies and that his native language is lies. And then Jesus says, because I tell you the truth, you don't believe me. This is the truth. How does this not shock you into going, oh, crap, I never should have capitulated to this stuff? How does it not shock you into that? Send this to people. Like and share, like and share, like and share. Listen, I'm banned all over the place. Chances are your share button won't work. But you might be new watching, so they don't have you on my on my list uh, yet of people that watch this show, so maybe you haven't been banned yet. Like and share this, like and share this video. All right, Daily Caller tweet. This is an invasion of my privacy. <laughs> Joe ba- Joy Behar is totally against unvaccinated people being allowed near her. Absolutely no problem, Joy. No problem. I will never come anywhere near you. That is not a problem whatsoever. But just so you know, she represents millions on the left. I'm not saying she's their leader, but they all think like her on the left. And you don't think they're going to come? And again, it's just amazing to me that things like this do not wake people up. Breaking 9-11 tweet. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee says he he supports, support that he will support legislation to ban use of government mandated vaccine passports. God bless him. Exactly right. Go to the next one. There you go. Texas Governor Greg Abbott bans vaccine passports per executive order. See, we are not alone. We are not alone. Listen, I'm no big fan of Greg Abbott. He he has collaborated and acquiesced to a lot of COVID totalitarianism. But when he does something right, he does something right. And you've got to acknowledge it. And for the most part, lately, he's done most things right. Now, if you want to know, again, for those that, that, that are on the fence or are fully uh, capitulated to COVID totalitarianism, you need to know what your taskmasters think of you. Just play this video for me. I won't even read the tweet. Play the video for Bishop me. Bishop Barber is always saying, you know, evangelical means you're supposed to be bringing the good news to the, you know, to the poor, right? That, that's supposed to be what you're supposed to be talking about. This thing you just mentioned on the vaccine, this is now going to become a public health problem. White evangelical resistance is now an obstacle for the New York Times to the vaccination effort. As you just mentioned, millions of white evangelical adults in the U.S. do not intend to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Um, mistrust of science, mistrust of uh, et cetera, and also their politics. Now this is a public health issue. 
what can be done yeah. about that if, 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 in the, if in their churches they're preaching against getting the vaccine? Because that means, I don't know how we get to herd immunity without 28% of the population. Well, we're not going to get there. First of all, and secondarily, we're going to have a lot of funerals in those churches where they refuse to wear masks and everything else because they believe that Jesus is going to save them and that it's just my time. But again, this is about the selfishness and where evangelicalism has gone. And it's it's really quite a shame. There are things that have been good historically about the movement, but this anti-science sentiment and the ways in which they are digging their heels in promises to be an absolute debacle for them. When you put this on top of the racism where they're calling, you know, the coronavirus, the Chinese virus, and all of these other things that, you know, their Lord and Savior Donald Trump said, then you have to add up Ooh. and wonder what is really wrong with these people that they continue to go against the best interests of not just themselves, but the rest of society in order to be recalcitrant. There's nothing about this, absolutely nothing, that says anything about what Jesus Christ taught. It is a, it is a movement that is stuck on itself and not on the person who is supposed to be the center of it. All right, back well, to me. So there you go. Now that you're considered a public health issue, are you a white evangelical? I guess black evangelicals that don't believe in the vaccine, you're fine. But white evangelicals, white evangelicals are a, quote, public health issue. So was it really all about a virus to keep you safe? Because now you are you yourself are a public health issue. You're like, well, no, I'm not a public health issue because I'm going to vaccinate as a, you know, she just said, this doesn't follow the teachings of Jesus. Really, I, I, I don't recall Jesus saying that when there's a virus out there, you know, violate scripture. You, don't, you know, not, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together. Violate scripture. Whatever you ask in my name, I'll do. Ask and it shall be given you. No plague shall draw near thy dwelling. Whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you loose is loose. All those things. That's the teachings of Jesus Christ, not Joy Reid's convoluted spreading the good news. Spreading the good news for them means to water it down to the place where they can swallow it. That's not good news. That's hellbound news. That means sending you straight to hell, which, by the way, most evangelical churches are preaching a message that is sending the majority of their congregations straight to hell because they don't preach hellfire and brimstone. They don't preach the judgment of God. They don't preach repentance of sin. They don't preach purity and holiness. They don't preach any of that stuff because it'll cause their congregation to shrink, which is why they were vulnerable to the left's manipulation. If you if you talk like these people, you are these people. I don't care if you wear a Republican label. If you talk like them and you're sitting there advocating masks and vaccines and closures and lockdowns and quarantines and vaccine passports, you are those people. Just stop calling yourself a Republican. Stop going to church. Stop calling yourself a Christian. Go join the humanist, demonic, democratic party and call yourself what you are, a heathen. That's what you are if you're sitting there talking like that. That all that they said was antithetical to the word of God. They were, they were acting like they were purveyors of the word of God and everything they said was antithetical of the word of God, which sounds like the modern progressive church. All these art churches everywhere, association of related churches, life this, abundant that, hyper this, hyper that. They were so vulnerable to being manipulated by the left because they stopped preaching the gospel years ago. Anything that rattled the nerve, they stopped saying. Anything that would cause anybody to leave their church, they stopped saying. So you keep a bunch of hell-bound people in the seats. What's the point? What's the point? Well, 
Again, you go back to 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money, the least of power is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after this was written to Christians, have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Pastors choose money and success over the truth of the gospel of Jesus. And they did the same thing when COVID. All you people that left churches like mine that stayed open and you went to your Zoom services at your hyper-friendly pastor, this is not our fight. This is not our time to fight. Those soft-spoken, skinny jeans, wearing latte-sucking pastors that you went to after you left churches like mine, you're ushering your family straight to hell. You're ushering your kids straight to hell. And if you don't end up in hell, hell for eternity, you're ushering hell on earth for yourself. You're teaching your kids to live in fear, strapping masks on them, lining them up for their first and second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. You can take all your vaccines, all your vaccine passports, clump them into a giant ball, and I want the ball to be wide. I mean, I'm talking wide, like cinder block freaking wide, and shove it right up your rear end. And do it with some fervence, too. Have some fervence for once in your life. You didn't have any fervence for the Bible. You didn't have any fervence for Bible verses or standing up against totalitarianism. Then take your capitulation, get it into one giant ball and shove it up your rear end. That's what you need to do. And you'll feel better that way. A giant enema. Maybe it'll stir something up, a giant enema, and it'll all come flushing out of you. You're welcome. You are welcome. All right. That's it for tonight. I love you guys. God bless you. We'll be back. Let me give you this thing real quick. You know what? We're pretty soon. We're going to play a bunch of videos for you so you don't have to leave. We're going to play a bunch of videos, old and new. Pretty soon we're going to be on Christian Television Network. I'll get you the time. We're already, we're in complete negotiations. We're about to sign with them. I'll get you the times on it. Our podcast time may change on one of our days because we're going to be live on Christian Television Network. That's going to happen. We're about to sign the paperwork on it. So be ready for some of that because I'm not going to keep kowtowing to these people that can ban me at any time. Christian Television Network's not going to ban me. I got to probably back off some of my shoving up the rear end stuff when I'm on there. But other than that, they're not going to ban me because I tell the truth. I love each and every one of you. Follow the Bible. Follow the Bible and nothing and nobody else. In Jesus' name, love you all. God bless you. I have two shotguns on my home. They're locked in a safe. There's a metal gun case. We live in an area that's wooded, somewhat secluded. And I said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony and fire two blasts outside the house. Buy shotgun. Buy shotgun. You don't need machine gun. You don't need 30 rounds. Buy shotgun. Buy a double barrel shotgun. No, you don't need a flamethrower. And you don't need a tank. And you, you don't, don't need an AR-15 to scare those thugs away. No, and I don't need a grenade launcher. I don't need an F-15. There's just one thing I need to do. And they'll stay away from me. Fire two blasts outside the house. Buy a shotgun, buy a shotgun, buy a shotgun, baby. You don't need machine you don't need a machine gun. You don't need 30 rounds. Buy a shotgun, buy a double barrel shotgun. 
fire to blast outside the house. By shotgun, by shotgun. You don't need machine gun. You don't need 30 rounds. By shotgun.